However, it's important to do effective networking and productive networking. And this is where you really have to keep your eyes open because so many times networking groups are designed to promote the networking business. You are listening to the Infinite Franchisee Show. I am your host, April Porter. I am a franchisee empire building strategist, creator of the Infinite Franchisee Program, attorney, and an award-winning multi-unit franchisee on a mission to fill the gap between the franchise model and the executive level strategies you need to increase profits, build a team, and scale into multiple locations. Here, we connect every franchisee to infinite possibilities. Hello, everyone, and we're here for another episode of Ask April Porter, where today we are talking about whose business are you really building? And this is actually a time management and budgetary tactic that you can use, a strategy that you can use to really start to evaluate where you're spending your time and your money and if it is truly building your business. Now, we're going to go over four different instances that can present themselves in ways that it seems at first glance that it is a great idea and a great opportunity and it's going to help you build your business. But when you look a little bit deeper, you may find out it's not building your business, it's building someone else's. And the number one offender of this category is networking groups. Now, if you tuned in a few weeks ago, you heard my podcast on how networking is missing in your business and you need to be doing it. And that I stand by that 100%. I stand by that. However, it's important to do effective networking and productive networking. And this is where you really have to keep your eyes open because so many times networking groups are designed to promote the networking business. So many of these groups, such as your local chamber of commerce, may not actually be a non-for-profit organization, it's a for-profit organization. A lot of these networking groups are for-profit. Sometimes there are even other franchises. So where you could be a franchisee going to a networking group to build your business, your franchise, you the way you're spending your time there, you may actually end up building the franchise business that is the networking group. So let me give you a, a couple of examples of what I'm talking about. Be aware when you attend the group What is the discussion around? What is the presentation around? Where is there an opportunity for you to really make the meaningful connections that are going to result in your building of your business? Do you have to make those meaningful connections outside of the meetings? If so, then that time you're spending in the meeting is building the networking business. There is a particular group I have visited many times, and the structure of the meeting is that when you go in and you sit down, the first thing everyone does is they get, you know, to do their 30 second commercial and they literally hold you to like 30 seconds to a minute. So that's not really relationship building. It's not even much brand awareness building, particularly if you're just visiting the group, but it is, um, it's a quick little like it is brand awareness. It's just a very high level of brand awareness. So it's very quick. The next part of the meeting goes into reports, reporting on what the group has done, 
where business have been, has been passed, where referrals have been made. It's a lot of bragging about what the group has accomplished as a whole, but not about what individual people in the group, how they have built their individual businesses in by being part of the group, right? And so then you get to the point where businesses do get to do a presentation, a quick little five minute presentation about your business. Now, this is an opportunity to get in front of the group members and really educate them on what your business has to offer, how you solve problems for your clients. And that's a fantastic opportunity. However, when the group is really effective is when it has a large number of people in the group, but with a large number of people in the group, and only being able to do one or two five-minute business presentations per meeting, then it could be that you only get to provide that information to the group maybe once, maybe twice a year. And so because of that, you're sitting there in this meeting, not really talking about your business and honestly not learning about the businesses of the other people in the group. And that's where networking is so effective. That's where networking is productive. And if we really want to spend our time doing effective and productive networking, then a group like that may not be the right choice. Now, what is happening during that meeting? Well, what's happening is that the group as a whole looks fantastic. It looks amazing from the outside. So if you're a visitor, you're like, oh my gosh, I've got to join this group. Look at all this business has passed. Look at all this money that's being made. Look at all these referrals. Look at all these people that have chosen to be here in this room and spend their time here. It's a sales presentation. It's a sales presentation for the networking group. And when somebody decides to join that networking group and they pay their membership dues, then the networking group is building its business. And again, this is true of private networking groups, franchise networking groups, and even chambers. But chambers do this on a whole different level because chambers also ask you outside of the meetings to join committees, to plan fundraising events. And, at the, and you could spend hours, hours in these committees planning these fundraising events, and it's all under the guise of, oh, well, when you volunteer, people get to know you better and they get to know your business better. And that is true. However, that is a byproduct to the main point of your volunteerism, which is to build the funds for the, the organization itself. You're actually doing sales and marketing for a different organization. Now, that's wonderful. And I'm not knocking volunteering. I actually think it's a great thing to give back. However, you have to be cognizant of the amount of time you are spending doing these things. If it's one meeting a month that you attend and it's not really building your business, but it's not taking a ton of your time, that's one thing. But when you're having to go to these meetings every single week or you're having to plan an event that's taking you 80 hours of committee time from the time that the event is scheduled to when it actually occurs, that's 80 hours you could have been building your business. And so it's important to really understand whose business are you building. A couple of other places to watch out for this are sponsorships. When people ask you to sponsor something, whether it's a sports team or a trivia night or whatever it might be, again, 
it's important to be out in the community. It's important to be sponsoring these things and supporting the, you know, the youth sports teams and things like that. And usually it's not costing you a whole lot of time and really not a whole lot of money either. Cause you can usually donate a service or good to the, to the event, right. As a silent auction item or something like that. But what you really need to be asking yourself is what, wh how is it building my business? And I would actually love, love if people in these, if PTOs and the people who are planning these events and asking for sponsorships, if really they dialed in and said, how are we building our sponsors business? Because let's face it, putting your name on a sign is not much business building, right? It's hardly any brand awareness because we know that people need to see your name and be exposed to your name and be exposed to your business at least 10 times before they even become aware or remember your name and become aware of what you do. So, so where is the value in the sponsorship and what is the organization doing for you? If you are sponsoring a sports team for the entire year, then it's not unreasonable to say, I'm happy to sponsor. I would like to set up a date where you, your team and the parents and everyone will come into our facility and give us a try. Or, you know, if it's a restaurant, you know, we want you to eat at the restaurant after the games. We'd love to have you here after the games to eat. But there needs to be some reciprocity there. And many times what happens is we get people who go out and ask small businesses for sponsorships and they just don't understand that there has to be, there need, there should be, there doesn't have to be, but there should be some reciprocity with if the sponsor, if the business is supporting you, then you need to support the business, right? So that's another thing to evaluate there. Finally, just in advertising and really, again, asking yourself, whose business am I building with doing this advertisement? Does print advertising work for your business? If not, and you purchase an ad in a coupon flyer for, you know, that's going to run for three months, are you really building your business if you already know that print advertising or coupon booklets don't work for your type of business? Or are you simply donating your money to the other business? the advertising business to help them with their revenue stream. So I'm hoping that you all are finding this really helpful and can start using this tool to evaluate both. How are you spending your time? Would your time be better spent building your business versus building someone else's at a networking event or even a one-to-one, -one, right? We talked about that on our networking episode a couple of weeks ago. And your money, is your money best spent with the sponsorship or could you go sponsor something else and actually get some reciprocity back for that sponsorship and do it people who are really in alignment with your mission and want to see you succeed and not just take from you. And again, the same with advertising. So glad you all are here today with us. And if you haven't checked out our franchisee infinite success, Facebook group, I would love to have you in there. We actually have a poll going on right now because little secret, we are rebranding our podcast and we'd love your opinion on what, what rebrand you really like. 
what you would like to, uh, you get to vote and tell us which pictures you like and, and what message you like before it is revealed. So we'd love for that. And then I want to remind everyone that we are holding the Mega Profit Marketing Live and Art tomorrow. It is free. And we'd love to have you in there where we are going to go through the secret to, to planning your marketing out for the rest of the year and doing it, keeping in mind that we may be entering a recession. That's something that we should all be thinking about right now and strategizing what moves do we need to make? What things do we need to change to be prepared for the way that the mindset of the public will change as we enter this time? So if you haven't yet, join us. Go ahead and register for the webinar, and we'll see you there tomorrow. And we'll see you in the Franchise Infinite Success Group. Have a great week. Thank you for setting aside time to grow your business and mindset with me today. Every franchisee has a dream to achieve sanity, wealth, and gratitude. And I created this podcast to help you do just that. So if you loved what we covered and you know someone who could benefit from it, I would be honored if you would share it with them. Between now and next time, don't you dare settle for anything less than infinite success.